Marketing can be an incredible force for good. It can also be complicated and confusing. I'm Erica Mills Barnhart, and I love marketing. On this podcast, I will share everything I know about it with you in the hopes of bringing clarity to the marketing chaos. Motivation is for the mind, inspiration is for the heart, and great marketing has both. So whatever your mission, if you want to make the most of it, this podcast is for you. Welcome to Marketing for Good. Guy Kawasaki's name is synonymous with technology. He was way back in the day, Apple's uh, chief evangelist for Apple. And he's done so many other things around technology. So, you know, I wanted to hear his thoughts on marketing and technology. We get his thoughts on those things. And also in this episode, I give Guy a magic wand. And with his magic wand, he gets to change one thing about marketing. So we get to find out what that would be. His answer surprised me. It's insightful and very interesting. Not what I expected, which is kind of par for the course, but also it, it's, a, it's a question worth figuring out if we could truly answer it. So be listening for that. And also be thinking about like, if you had a magic wand and you could change one thing about marketing, what would it be? What would it be more generally in society? What would it be maybe for you as an organization? What would that look like? Because sometimes when you start thinking in that way, it opens up opportunities that you didn't see or different ways of thinking about a problem, um, new solutions, those types of things. So wave your magic wand and listen to this episode and see what you think. Would you say it is fair that part of what people associate with you is tech? Yes. (laughs) Listeners, like I reached out to guy he just to say hey will you come on the podcast you, you don't know me I mean you very sweetly were like sure let's do it and then I sent you a zoom link and you're like I what I envisioned happening is you sort of going like hmm okay and you but again you kept that to yourself uh I'm also projecting and we're like hey have you heard this podcast it's way better you might want to check it out and I'm like and this is how people become you know more versed in technology technology, just like marketing and money, can be used as a force for good or bad. And I feel like we're living in an era and you're somebody who is just so deep in it. Like, I would love to hear your thoughts on, you know, how technology is marketed and the influence that that has on on technology's actual impact, like on people and on society. Sure. Well, I, this is like asking an alcoholic, what do you think of liquor? I love (laughs) technology. Now, Why do you think you love might, it so much? Have you always loved it? Because it empowers me. Because I I can do an interview with someone in Washington without flying to Washington. Because I could, you know, be eating lunch ten minutes before the interview, three miles away from my house. I didn't have to force you to come to Santa Cruz or for me to fly up to Seattle, because I have friends all over the world who I've never met in person. Because I can extend my reach in uncountable ways. Technology is a beautiful thing. But as you say, it can be abused. And whenever people ask this kind of question, wow, technology, social media, it can be abused. It's done good and bad. First of all, it's a very theoretical discussion because let's say that we all agreed that it was bad. We can't put that 
genie back in the bottle. It ain't going to happen. There's That horse is out of the barn and procreating. So it's a completely academic discussion. We're not going to sue Mark Zuckerberg back to the Stone Age, okay? It's just not going to happen. So why even waste bandwidth thinking about it? And the second thing is, I truly do believe that on balance, social media and technology has made the world a much better place. So, yeah, you know, there's all kinds of bad stuff that's happened because of it, but there's so much good that's happened because of it. So one of the things, based on what you said, that is good is connection, like ability to sort of mitigate physical proximity or lack mm-hmm. thereof. What else? Mm-hmm. What else? Is, and, I, you know, I'm not actually just green. I just want to hear Guy, Guy Kawasaki pontificate on the awesomeness that is technology. But also, I guess part of what is really specifically interesting is that, you, I mean, you were marketing technology mm-hmm. way, way, well, way, way back. Well, so I, I mean, it has it has fundamentally enabled people to do things that they always wanted to do. And it has also like make graphics. <laughs> <laughs> Says the chief evangelist of Canva. Canva has enabled millions of yes. people to make graphics that could have never done it before. Dude, if I can make graphics look good, that's saying something. I rest my case. Exactly. Okay, so, so you know, can it get any better than that? Can it be more satisfying to think that I help democratize computing with Macintosh and democratize design with Canva? I mean, you know. That seems like a pretty good ride. Yeah, I, I am. If I did one of those, that would be good enough. I did two. So I am just a lucky guy. <laughs> What do you think? So, and technology and social media cannot be one of your responses. Okay. Okay. I've taken that off the table, taken away your toys. Okay. Marketing is, is uh, at a point I would say of evolution, just because of what's happening in society, at least in the United States. If you could wave your magic wand, I gave you a magic wand. Mm -hmm. What would be different about marketing? What would people, people who are both producing it and consuming it, what would be different and therefore better in the world? Wow. Um, well, everybody asked you about tech, and so I got to ask you about something else. Yeah. Okay. If, if you gave me a magic wand and gave me yep. one wish, yep. I would like there to be a way to determine how much brand awareness really contributes to the bottom line. That would indeed be magical. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, that, yeah. That, that might make a lot of agencies and people and channels just pee in their pants, but it would sure be interesting to know, you know is a $5 million Super Bowl commercial worth it? Is a $20,000 sponsorship worth it? I don't know. And I, I'm on the end of getting the money, and I don't know. <laughs> what do you think would even would be included in that? I'm going to guess it's going to be an algorithm of some sort. I have no idea. I mean, I would just like to know if if a quote-unquote, if, if a quote-unquote influencer said, buy my eyeliner, how many people truly buy it because of that? I, I'm just fascinated by that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And with the rise of influencers, I mean, for better or for worse, this is happening. There was, a, there's apparently, oh gosh, I'm not going to remember the name of the movie. And I haven't watched it. I was just chatting with someone earlier today and they said, have you seen fake something, fake influencer or something? So it's a documentary and yeah. they take three random people yeah. and they yeah. try to make them into influencers. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. And one, apparently it works. And the two others, not so much. Well, how do you define as it works? It worked, meaning they, I, I think, uh, it worked, meaning that they were getting, they were being asked to be an ambassador and oh, used, really? mm-hmm, getting paid. <sighs> so but they got there simply by buying likes and followers. And I mean, that's how they grew their following. Which I consider heinous. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if that's good news or bad news. Um, so, it's interesting. Uh, it's definitely interesting. It's interesting. Well, uh, if knowing that, okay, knowing that, I think what's even more interesting is where you create a machine learning AI, you know, whatever your digital avatar become. You make a you make an influencer that that he or oh, she doesn't really exist. Yeah. Oh, now you're getting dark. Right. So if you like, make an influencer using technology. You don't have to worry about that person getting drunk, getting in a car accident, showing up late for work, accused of sexual harassment, switching brands. I mean, you know, this this influencer can speak every language, never complains. <laughs> like <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a lot of food for thought. I hope listeners right now, if they're walking or driving, are like, I'm just going to pull over, stop right now. <laughs> but some people have done that. They've created digital influencers. That's a thing already? Like from oh, scratch? Yeah. AI and digital influencers? Yeah. So this I mean, is why know. this episode is going to be called The Techie and the Luddite. I'm just, I'm really leaning into that tension. I think it's going to happen probably because it's kind of true. Yeah. I, what about virtual reality? I want to hear your thoughts on the possibility of virtual reality. I mean, when I'm asked what I think will be yeah. one of the biggest influences in terms of marketing for good, specifically, yeah. one of the things that is often the game-changing thing is empathy. Yes. And we can do that through a lot of different means, a lot of different means, storytelling, all the rest of it. But I see such huge potential for virtual reality in that regard for like truly creating experience. And, and this is when you are walking through Haiti and seeing what it's really like. Sure. I mean, you'd have I'll, to think about what you care, uh, you know, what, what people need to feel. I mean, I'm thinking about, you know, your interview with Martin Lindstrom. Yeah. And his, you know, I mean, the, he is just incredible. If you could about make creating people, empathy. Yeah. If you could make people digitally suck through a straw. Suck through a straw. Yeah. So just for listeners who haven't listened to that, although I feel like everybody who listens this, to this should 100% listen to your episode on Remarkable People with Martin Lindstrom. Well, they should listen to all of them. They're, they're fabulous. Um, but he, one of they were trying to figure out how to, is a pharmaceutical company, right, Guy? Yes. And really like connect with the people that they were creating the pharmaceuticals for, and they were in respiratory. And most asthma. of the they had asthma, asthma specifically. Yeah. And I mean, I grew up with bad asthma. So yeah. I, I have to confess that as I was listening to that part, it was it was really ch- like I get choked up less, like even thinking about it yeah. because it was so spot on with that feeling of like it's yeah it's like your your nose is plugged and you're and you're sucking through a straw. 
horrible. And so, but that became like this great equalizer and connector, which is they start having everybody try to breathe through a straw and plug their nose. I mean, Martin is, is just exceptional in terms of, of empathy, but I, I feel like we need empathy at scale if we're going to solve social problems at scale. Well, you can only make so I, many people stick straws in their mouth. Well, but then virtual reality and, you know, augmented reality, all that reality stuff is going to be good. I mean, anything that can generate empathy, yeah. whether you're a marketing for a profit company or a not-for-profit company, empathy is a very, very important thing. So Guy wants to know what the bottom line influence of influencers is. I bet Jonathan Silver, who came on the show in episode 26 to talk about data for good, I bet he might have some thoughts on how we could figure that out because it, it really is worth, it's worth figuring out how to answer that, uh, you know, increasingly influencer marketing, which ties right back to personal brand, by the way, and the first episode in this series, and it all kind of comes together in confluence. It is a thing now. Um, so how do we know if this thing, uh, the influence, how do we really know what the bottom line influence of influencers are? So interesting. If I had a magic wand, I would accelerate progress being made on in terms of representation and inclusion in marketing. My conversation with Mita Malik in episode 37, she's such an inspiration on this and a powerhouse on, on, the, on representation and inclusive marketing. So if you haven't listened to that and you're interested, definitely check that out. And, and what, part of what I loved about talking to Mita about that is we're making progress and um, she thinks it'll stick, which is fantastic. Although we are already seeing some signs of some backsliding. So two steps forward, three to seven steps back. Can we make it stick? Can we accelerate it? Can we make it stick? That's what I would do with my magic wand. I found it somewhat poetic that in the end of this conversation, we talked about empathy, right? And um, it was just a, an interesting ending to a conversation that opened by talking about technology. And obviously these two things are not mutually exclusive and technology can help us be more empathetic, but uh, you know, empathy is deeply, deeply, deeply human. So I sort of love that that's where this part of the conversation ended. Okay, so part three of the series, we get practical. Our blog's dead. What about direct mail? Is podcasting the new blogging? <laughs> um, we cover a lot of territory. Yes, lots on tech for sure. We are talking with Guy Kawasaki. But also um, near the end, you're going to hear, and again, you have to go, to go to episode three, third part of this to, to hear this. But there's this really interesting uh, question that he poses about when you should pivot and when do you stick it out and how do you decide like as things come at you? Super interesting. Anyway, that all awaits you in the third and final part in this mini series with Guy Kawasaki. Thanks for listening to the Marketing for Good podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like more information about Claxon University, how to make more impact in and for your organization, or hiring me to speak or coach, go to klaxonmarketing.com or reach out at info at klaxonmarketing.com. Again, thanks for listening, and thanks for making our world a better place.